Amen. I think we are live, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Yes, we are live. We are live. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We are live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Yes. I'm getting all kinds of texts. Are you coming on? Like, we're here. We're coming on. And we are here. All right. Well, good evening. And forgive me for um, putting my uh, head down. I'm trying to make sure I'm on Facebook as well. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Facebook family and friends. This is Reverend B. Michelle Horton, um, pastor and founder of a Sacred Space Ministry. Um, and we are here on our Friday evening, Faith and Fire Gathering. This Friday with Faith and Fire Gathering, we've come to you um, for a special evening of Holy Friday, known as Good Friday. And this um, evening, I brought some friends and some colleagues, some sisters and a brother that is going to share uh, the seven last words in a poetic and a creative way. And I am so excited. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we are looking forward to having a wonderful time to this evening, um, um, offering this, this up to uh, the Lord first and to the congregation that is virtual. I'm going to introduce our worship leader, organizer, friend, colleague, all kind, author, <laughs> a, a, a public speaker. Oh man, uh, this 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 young lady has so so many titles. In fact, um, she sent me her bio. I guess I should be trying to read that right because she has so many. Oh my gosh, she has just has so many things that's going on. She is a published author. She is a motivational speaker. Um, she's a resident of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She is a creative visionary. She is a blogger, podcast host, certified life coach. I'm telling you, um, she just has so many hats and she wears them all well. Her name is Sister Belinda Wright-Jones. She is going to be our worship leader and I am going to turn this part of the service over to her to begin our service this evening. And the floor is yours, my sister. Amen. Amen. Hello. Good evening, everyone. And thank you for joining us. I'm excited and um, we are just looking to have a good time in the Lord. So thank you for joining us on this evening. Um, I will be I'm going to ask those that are viewing if you could please share this on your page. We want as many people as possible to be blessed from the worship service this evening. So please share this on your page. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, I am going to open up with a um, opening poem. This is my first time ever doing poetry. <laughs> so I have to say, um, Reverend Horton, thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, God is stretching me. I thank God for that and um, be ever so ready, right? So thank you, Lord, for that um, as I share. Those last moments as you hung on the cross, those last seven words that you spoke. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Today you will be with me in paradise. Woman, behold thy son, behold thy mother. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I thirst. It is finished. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. 
I wonder what would have happened if they really knew it was you, the son of man, the incarnate one that died for you and me. He gave up the ghost so that we could live eternally. There is no greater love than this, than a man would lay down his life, than a man would lay down his life, that a man would lay down his life for a friend. Amen. 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 What a wonderful opening for our service this evening. We're going to continue this service with a ministry of prayer from my God's order, Sister Jessica Lauren. She's a graduate of Central Baptist Theological Seminary, where she acquired her Master's of Divinity degree in Nashville. Uh, she's completed a unit, is completing a unit of clinical pastoral education um, while she did that while living in Richmond. And she loves uh, to be a chaplain and looking forward to continuing to do so. She has relocated back to Philadelphia where I'm very happy about that <laughs> and given birth to a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. Um, she hopes to continue her journey as chaplain and hear ye her as she opens us up with the ministry of prayer. Okay, so um, I usually don't write down my prayers, but I was led to do so um, just for this. And I'll say this is in the spirit of um, Philippians chapter two, verses seven and eight. Um, and those go, instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on the cross. So Lord, may we, your servants, empty ourselves of all that you have given us for this evening. May we, as both speakers and audience, humble ourselves in this moment of true divine reflection. May we leave with a renewed reverence, encouraged in our spirits, and joyful in awe of the blessing that is creative expression. May any guards be let down, any distractions held back, and allow whatever your will is to prevail on this evening. May we all remember that there is no performance for you, Lord, but may we come just giving all that you have given to us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. We're going to move now to our ministry of music by Minister Gerald Shannon. Gerald Shannon is a friend of mine. I met him at my former church. He was a blessing there. He continues to be so. He was the director and possibly still, I'm sorry, the director of Temple University's choir. He's married to his beautiful wife, Kayla. And I will say this about him. He loves Jesus and it comes out in his music, in his song, in his personhood and in his friendship. Hear ye him, Minister Gerald Shannon. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. It is good to be here. And I come to celebrate Jesus because Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. That's love. That's love. Oh, Jesus went to Calvary. 
save a wretch like you and me. That's love. Oh, that's love. Oh, Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. That's love. That's love. Oh, Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. That's love. That's love. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head. For me, he died. That's love. Anybody know about the love? They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head. For me, he died. That's love. That's love. But that's not how the story ends. In three days, he rose again. That's love. Oh, that's love. But that's not how the story ends. Because in three days, he rose again. But that's not how the story ends because in three days he rose again but that's not how the story ends because in three days he rose again that's love that's love because i love you I love you, I love you, Lord, today, because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you, I lift you up, and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Come on, help me worship him. Oh, say, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Why? Because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. One more time, lift your voice and help me say, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today because you care for me. 
in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. That's why my heart is filled oh, with praise of the Lord Jesus. Oh, that's why my heart is filled with praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for your love, Jesus. Thank you for your love, Lord. Amen. 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 Worship, worship, worship. My God, my God. Well, oh, thank you, Lord. So we're moving now. Thank you, my brother, for that wonderful melody. We're moving now to our first word for the evening, and it's being presented by Minister Christine Williams. Christine Williams um, was born and raised in Philadelphia, proud mother of two daughters and one granddaughter, graduate of Lincoln University, Weiner University, Delaware County Community College, and she holds a master's degree in human service, a bachelor of art and associate in liberal studies. She sits now under the leadership of Apostle Carolyn Bourdain of Total Family Christian Center. Um, she has a drama ministry, um, and is about to um, be an author of a full-length mirror drama book. I believe that's right. Um, she has greeting cards and bookmarks and has a ministry called Win Ministry that was birthed during COVID-19. I ask you to listen up and hear ye her as she brings the first word, Minister Christine Williams. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Michelle. Luke 23, 34 come from the NIV. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But the whole crowd shouted away with this man, release Barnabas to us. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time he spoke to them, why? What crime has this man committed? I found in him no grounds for death, penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished, then release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified, and their shouts prevailed. Pilate decided to grant their demand. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I don't believe, they don't believe in me, so surely they don't believe in you. I turned water into wine and opened the blind eyes drove a herd of legions from one man and healed a withered hand. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. After four days, I raised Lazarus from the dead. It is recorded in the Bible that healing is the children's bread. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They do not recognize I have always been for before I officially came on the scene, I parted the Red Sea kept a viper from killing Paul, helped David kill Goliath, who was over six feet tall. 
I brought the Jericho walls down, helped Esther save the Jews. I rescued Elijah from the blues. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Can't they see they really need me? And all that they do, I never once turned my head. I even endured 39 lashings without any thread. Thread. They smashed a crown of thorns on my head. They wanted me dead. Flogged, scorned, laughed at, slapped, spat on, sneered while the blood was dripping from my neck. As I willingly surrendered my life, pleading inside for people to open your eyes and see, I am dying for thee. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. My body was weak. I had sores on my feet. Father, it is not your will that any should perish. However, all must come through me to get to thee. I am grieved by the fact that many will die and burn in hell. Yet I am happy to know that my coming back is moving slow because you are waiting for everyone to turn from his or her wicked ways, repent, live right, and one day take flight up, not down to the devil's town. Yet heaven bound, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I had to unmute myself. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, for those that are listening, in case you don't know, tonight's rendering um, of Jesus' seven last words is being presented in poetic expression. So we, we, you know, the Lord called us mm -hmm. to do something just a little bit different. So you may hear it in a little different way, but I'm sure that you were as blessed as I was by that presentation and by those to come. Amen. Amen. And we have our next amen. presenter, amen, of the second word. And that's going to come to you by a dear, dear friend and sister of mine, sister friend, Sister Pat McQueen Smith. She's a published poet. She's a teaching artist. Um, she has uh, received numerous awards and is the author of two poetry books, uh, Poetry Pulls Pain and Healing Her Hurts. Um, she's also the author of uh, a new book, Reggie's Rascal, a children's book, which I purchased for my one of my godchildren, <laughs> um, which she both wrote and illustrated. Uh, she is the founder and director of Tomorrow's Girls and, and Women uh, Mentoring Program. Um, and she is uh, doing all kinds of creative work in the arts. Tomorrow's Girls Crochet Dolls. Um, she's one of the Philly Johns authors that I'm a part of. And she, again, is a dear sister friend. And I ask that you would hear ye her as she comes to you with the second word of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Minister Horton. I am honored to be here with such a um, beautiful woman of God, and I will be presenting um, my poem to you. Truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Luke 23, 43. One of the criminals hanging there threw insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. The other one, however, rebuked him saying, don't you fear God? Here we are all under the same sentence. Ours, however, is only right for we are getting what we deserve for what we did, but he has done no wrong. 
So which thief are you? Which one do you most relate to? The one who mocked Jesus or the one who saw God through? Both wanted to be saved, neither wanted to die, but only one had the courage to look Jesus in the eye. Both were sinners, their punishment was death, but only one was saved from hell's fiery death. Both were convicted of their own evil offense, and only one was willing to come to Jesus' defense. Both were paying the price for all of their worldly wrongs, but only one was repentant and now in paradise belongs. Which thief are you? The one who mocks and blames or the one who admits guilt and is spared hell's fiery flames? Jesus came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repent. When he left heaven to come to earth, that was his sole intent. It's not the people who are whole, but those sick who need a physician. Jesus came to save sinners. That's why he gave the great commission. He told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Jesus came to the world to save sinners, not just to be a good teacher. He died on the cross for all the sins of the world that those who, that those who would in him believe and trust in, him, in his shed blood for remission of sin would they, his free gift of salvation receive. To receive this wonderful gift of eternal life, you only need to look to Jesus and live. He has already paid your sin debt and is ready and willing to forgive. Jesus loves you so very much that he suffered and bled and died. If you've never asked him to be your savior, then today is the day to decide. Jesus died, was buried and rose again the third day to save you from going to hell. That is the gospel story, the greatest story you will ever tell. You only need to trust Jesus with your heart and ask him your savior to be. He'll forgive you for all your sins and write your name in heaven and give you the abundant life and love and you will forever be free. The handle on the door to heaven extends to one side alone. It's a place of great exaltation with God seated on the throne. No need for the inside handle. It's a home where all long to go, where great joys are never ending and praises forever flow. The key that lets, the, lets one enter cannot be brought with gold. No funds or jewels or empires. This key will not be sold. No power, prestige, or position, not titles or honor or fame. It's the wonderful gift of salvation purchased with love in Christ's name. It's the sacrifice humans can't offer. No commitment we make can alone, for sin has tainted our image. It's Jesus who's holy alone. And though God's great act of mercy, forgiving our failures and sin, can be passed through the door of salvation, though Christ we're allowed to come in. Many are those who will falter, leaving their fate to the last, forgetting that time of the essence, the die to their future is cast. Show God that you are responding. Cast aside all your earthly cares. Prepare for your journey to heaven where all of Christ's blessings you'll share. Amen and thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Woo, man. 
if you didn't know about what Jesus came for you, <laughs> my sister just told us in a poetic expression. And thank you, thank you, thank you, my sister. Uh, we are moving on to our third word, our third word with another uh, sister friend of mine, uh, beloved, I would say. Um, and we are talking about none other than Minister Darlene Wilson. Minister Darlene Wilson, as she says, is a woman reborn. 36 years ago and resurrected to live and love in peace after devastating trauma. She's an associate minister at Salt and Light Ministry. She is a worshiper, a poet, community activist, victim active activist, uh, trauma counselor, and a stand-up comic. How about that? Um, <laughs> she is passionate about how we treat one another, and she is guided by this ethos. If you leave my presence feeling less valued, less dignified, or smaller in any way, I have failed at my mission. My God, let us hear the third word from my sister friend, Minister Darlene Wilson. Good evening, everyone. Pastor Horton, thank you so much for this honor and this privilege. I am blessed to share the third word with you all this evening, Matthew 27, 46. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And my poem is titled, I Was Made for This. I consider myself to be a team player, also acutely aware of the price tag on sacrifice. As an only child, all the pressure was on me. The very government was on my shoulders. To this day, I remain the ultimate love offering. My father loved you all so much that it pleased him to bruise me. I made the nearly never ending trip down 40 and two generations, incubated in the pristine womb of a virgin, a tender teenager who walked by faith, taking God at his very word accepted the challenge to be my earthly mother at the huge price of her reputation. At risk of wrecking her brand new marriage, Mary chose the better part. Let's not forget Joseph's courage too, choosing to believe an angel rather than the whispers of his friends. I grew into my calling, confounding scribes and octogenarians in the temple. I waited 30 long years to begin the end of my earthly journey, fully God, fully man, no guile found in my mouth. Despite the scriptures foretelling my path, many didn't believe, enduring criticism, ridicule, and being consistently misunderstood. Healing the sick, illuminating the blind, resurrecting the dead, and telling off the Pharisees. My days were full. John the Baptist was my DJ, announcing, many, all the, announcing to many all the miraculous things to come. A woman at the well let me fix her life. One in 10 lepers said, thank you. 12 men traveled the shores of Galilee alongside me. Multitudes leaned in for my Jerusalem TED Talks. Lunch provided by a lad with a fish and a loaf. Smaller missions leading up to the big deal, the ultimate sacrifice, betrayal for dinner and a sleepy troop of disciples for dessert. Peter acted like he didn't even know me. The mission ahead hung like an albatross on my neck. I'm trying to pass the cup, but who else could take it? Who else would take it? I was made for this, literally. 
My holy bone marrow was about to save and deliver everyone. I dusted myself off and headed to the kangaroo court. I offered my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I am undaunted. I was made for this. Barabbas is out on bail. I'm crowned with thorns headed down the Via Della Rosa. This joy that has been set before me is worth it. Enduring the cross all the while despising the shame, offering salvation to my condemned companions, a dying thief who was woke enough to see salvation with his very last moments on earth. All leading to this moment, I was made for this. Father, Father, this is where we separate. This is where your holiness has to shut me out. Your righteousness has to turn its back on me, your son, your beloved, in whom you are well pleased. I can take the beatings, the betrayal, the bloodshed, but I cannot live without your presence, even for a millisecond. But I understand, I accept, I appreciate the mission that began in the garden. I know that I was born to bruise Satan's head and salvation will be brought to many by one, but I cannot live without your presence. Make it quick, Father, blink quickly, turn as it were your back from me so I can get busy dying that all my brothers and sisters can get busy living. Once this is finished, we can get started. Redemption over religion, salvation over sin, truth, yes, truth, way, truth, life. I was made for this, literally. Thank you so much. I had to take a deep breath off of that one. <laughs> Woo, I was made for this. Man, I think sometimes I don't wanna rush that moment to think about what that meant. Oh my God, that our Lord said, I was made for this. I came for you. This is the moment I came for. My God, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Minister Darlene Wilson. Thank you so much for that rendering creatively. Oh my goodness. Woo, we're gonna to move to the fourth word to another dear sister friend of mine. And I am introducing to you Reverend Cheryl Thomas. She loves the Lord. Uh, she ministers the gospel of Jesus the Christ through preaching and teaching and writing and acting and poetry and singing and She's just a creative artist. She's also a published author of True Gifts from the Master, um, has written, produced, and directed several plays and skits, and I actually was in one of her plays. Uh, Reverend Thomas uh, serves as the, served as the senior pastor of Building the Bridge Church in Southern California, and now serves in the AME faith tradition as elder and ordained minister. She is the wife of Reverend Tony Thomas of 39 years, a mother, a grandmother, sister, and sister friend. And Jeremiah 33.3 is her favorite scripture. And would you hear ye her now as she comes before us with the fourth word. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Horton. Woman, behold thy son, St. John 19.26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Woman, behold thy son. 
looking upon her son and trying to refrain. As a mother already filled with anguish, heartache, and pain, all the suffering, piercing, and cruelty he sustained, death on the cross, so we could live and be reborn again. Woman, behold thy son, for my life is swiftly passing by. Now wipe your tears from your eyes and know someday you will meet me in the sky. It is time for me to depart. John will now be with you, for this plan was ordained from the very start. Behold thy mother. Mother, I want you to know I love you so, but as you know, I must go to prepare a place for you and others also. Behold thy mother. I promise I will take care of you. And this is what I will surely do. Joseph is gone and I must go too, but I leave behind John who will take good care of you. You, you will always have memories of me in your heart that started with miraculous conception from the start. Behold, woman, behold thy son, behold thy mother. For this beautiful story is told like none other. The love they shared one for another, the love of a son and the love of a mother. Because of his love, he too shared with others. Woman, behold thy son. If you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, today is your day. He bled, suffered, and died for the sins of the world. Confess with your heart the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. God bless you. Yes, yes, yes. The theme is come to Jesus. We've heard that all through the, the words that have been spoken already. Come to Jesus. Lord, have mercy. We don't have to wait to the end of the service to, to invite you to come to Jesus. My God, I believe he's calling right now. So I'm just going to stop in this moment as I feel so led. And if you have yet to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you feel the compelling love of God calling your name, just type right in the comment section on the Facebook page. Um, um, I, 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 want, I want the Lord. Just type, I want the Lord. And right after this, someone will get back to you and minister to you and pray with you and say, welcome into the family. I want the Lord. As simple as that. So come to Jesus, come to Jesus just as you are. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. And Minister Gerald Shannon, he is going to come back in this moment and give us another selection. And then we will move on to the fifth word with prophetess Denise Green. Amen, amen. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied. And 
every groan. Long as I live, while troubles they will rise, oh, but I'll hasten to Can I want do it one more time and say, I love the Lord. Oh, because he heard my cry. Oh, and Yes, he did, Lord, and long as I live, long as I live, and while troubles rise, yes, I'll hasten. I'll hasten to his throne. Oh, I love the Lord. Yeah. He heard my cry. Yes, he did. Oh, and pitied every groan. Yes, Lord, long as I live, with every breath in my body. I'm going to run to his throne. Yes, Lord, I'll hasten to his throne. Yes, Lord, I will. I'm going to hasten. 
I'm going to hasten to his throne. When I feel overwhelmed, Lord, I know where I can go. I'll hasten, hasten to his throne, throne. I'm going to run to your Jesus when trouble comes. I know where I can go. I know where I can go, Lord. I'll hasten to his throne. I'll hasten to. I'm going to run, Jesus. I'm going to run, Jesus. I'm going to run, Jesus. I'm going to run to your throne, Lord. Oh, I will hasten to his throne yeah yeah hallelujah what better place is there to go when troubles rise but to the throne of jesus oh glory to god thank you so much minister Gerald Shannon, thank you for blessing us with the gift of music and ministry. Amen, amen. We're going to continue with our fifth word by Prophetess Denise Green, who is again another dear sister friend. She received the Lord at Deliverance Evangelistic Church under the late Pastor Benjamin Smith. She sung with many groups. Uh, Prophetess Denise and her husband, um, Elder Glenn, currently serve at the Household of Faith Deliverance Worship Center in Ardmore under Bishop Michael Brockenborough um, as the senior pastor. I hope I got his name right. Mm -hmm. She's also the support manager for Christ Edifying Fellowship Ministry, CFE, with her husband, Elder Glenn Green, who is the founder and leader. She received her general theology diploma in 2004 and received her calling to be a minister in 2011. She is also a writer of songs and poetry, has a poetry book that's been co-written by her and her, with her and her mom, uh, Janetta Darby, which is entitled Beside the Still Waters. She's done a romantic CD for Christian couples. So Christian couples out there, get your CD. Um, and that's entitled, I'm So Glad It Gave Me You. She has two upcoming books that are coming out shortly. And she has been married to Elder Glenn for 28 years, has one son, uh, Justin ba Bowser, and lovely twin granddaughter, Sierra and Kiara. And she says, may God receive all the glory that is due him through her talents and giftedness from the spirit. Would you hear ye her, Prophetess Denise Green. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. It's an honor to be here and with such beautiful anointed women of God. My verse is taken from John 19, 28. I'm also going to read 29. Um, that's again, that's John 19, 28 and 29. And it reads, after this Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. He said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and put it to his mouth. The title of the poetry the Lord gave me is called Jesus, the Thirsty One. As his beautiful, broken, and marred body lay on the cross, dying for the sins of the world, dying for the lost, 
becoming the stench of humanity, feeling the blazing vehement sun, a beautiful free gift from God, them knowing not he was the son. We often say, how could the Hebrews do such a monstrous thing? Before you and I criticize, we may have all done the same. He knew the end was upon him and all must be completed. Every devil, every lie, every obstacle spoiled, defeated. I thirst, said he, and hyssop was given with sour wine. As drops of blood flowed down his body, human and supernatural intertwined. It was custom to give their prisoners vinegar to make them delirious. He went through cruelty of those who were imperious. He had taken the sour grapes. Sorry, we had taken the sour grapes and Jesus' teeth were set on edge. We, he forsook every comfort to save us and keep the Father's pledge. His stripes brought healing for, from diseases and respiratory infections. He refused a drop of liquid to free us from penalties, execution. For all who drink of his salvation will never thirst again. For at 3 p.m. our Lord gave up the ghost and a new life begins. The repentant sinner presses from this vintage, the wine of life. This is what Jesus is really thirsty for. He gave the pure sacrifice. He's thirsty for lost souls, thirsty for transformation, extending forgiveness, meeting the thirst of, thirst of others. Oh, Hosanna to our King Jesus. He was and is fully God, fully strong, full of the spirit, fully gifted. May we thirst for more of him, our bellies full, souls uplifted. What a miraculous work, such a marvelous thing he has done. Raised for our justification, declared righteous, not just because he's God's son. Keep proclaiming his glory, saints. Hallelujah to the Christ, Jesus, the thirsty one. trying to keep my composure over here. <laughs> the beauty of this moment is overwhelming to me because our God is so creative, so out of every box that we have put God in and to hear the words that come forth from spirit to us through, through to, through this uh, vehicle of Zoom and Facebook, I am just so thankful um, that God is saw to bless us in such a wonderful way. And I am just so grateful for all of us that are watching, listening, um, commenting on Facebook, um, sharing out. And thank you so much um, to all that have already gone for it. We are coming to our sixth word, and we have, <laughs> I've said this for each sister, a dear sister, Minister Deborah Hooper. Um, and she's going to come with the six word. Step, uh, Minister Deborah Hooper has been saved for 40 years and founder and servant of Whole Life Ministries and Beyond and the Family Table Group. She's a graduate of New Life Bible Institute and Missionary Training School and the Melvin Floyd School of Evangelism and Missions. 
She served with the drama ministry and taught in the children's church for two former church fellowships, licensed to preach in 2000 under the pastors uh, N.J. and Alfreda Holder, St. John Memorial Baptist Church in Philadelphia. She is a preacher, teacher, blogger, writer, poet, storyteller, prophetic intercessor, and friend. Hear ye her. Praise God. God bless you, Pastor Horton. Thank you so much. And good evening again, my sisters. I'll be reading from John chapter 19, um, verse 30, and from the NIV. John 1930 NIV. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And this piece is entitled, For You and Me. Through 40 and two generations, this humble servant did trod, bringing the living message of salvation directly from the kingdom of God. Christ lived a humble existence, doing only good wherever he went. Men disdained him for his message of love, and from sin we ought all to repent. Christ traversed the cities around him, reaching out to all he would find. He strengthened the legs of the lame to walk, raised the dead, and gave sight to the blind. Great miracles he wrought for all men to see, never hiding his authority from view, yet taking no credit at all for himself, but gave God all the glory he was due. He exalted the Father's kingdom, pointing always only to him, expressed his desire that men would repent and be reconciled from sin. Yet men began to revile Christ, exposing the dark deeds of their souls. They should have known better, but they couldn't see. They were helping Christ reach his goal. Men plotted and planned to trap him, set their snares of lies and deceit. They only served to further God's plan. Christ's redemptive work would soon be complete. From among Christ's own came one who would betray him. 30 pieces of silver was all he was paid. But his treacherous heart soon waylaid him and himself he cast down until dead. Now arrested on lies and accusations for which there was offered no proof Christ was convicted and sentenced to die on the cross. The court would not hear his truth. They spat, mocked, and they beat him. On his head shoved a sharp crown of thorns. Then led him out to Golgotha's hill, exposing him to further shame and scorn. Nails driven in his hands and feet and hung high a spectacle to see. He could have been released by a legion of angels, yet he stayed there uh, for you and me. Our Lord was strung up between two thieves, but not for anything he had done. He carried for us our guilty shame. It stained cleansed away by his pure blood. But just before his final moment, he lifted his voice and cried. Having completed what was asked by his father, John recorded him saying, it is finished. Then he hung his head and he died. You ask, what's finished? What did Christ do? 
Well, he paid off our sin debt. He did it for me and you. Well, why would anyone do such a thing without us even knowing the man? He did what he did because God loves us to agree to a degree that only he can. God seeing our unholy state did what any good father would do. He reached into his holy self to bring forth his remedy for me and you. That we might escape the eternal death forever separate from our creator's love, but be born again by grace through faith, live forever with him in his kingdom that Jesus spoke of. There's opportunity now for those who believe to find true repose for our souls. By Christ's shed blood, men find reprieve from the sentence of guilt and are made whole. And yeah, it's finished. It is finished. Lord have mercy. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So thank you all. And we come now to the last uh, word from the cross. And it is into your hands. It is found in Luke 23, 46. Now I'll be reading from the NIV version. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Father, Father, he shouts with his last breath and cries out. He holds nothing back from this moment. We come to the end, which is just the beginning. We come to the last, which is just the start. We come to the final, but not the finale. We come to his death so we can have life. We come to his torture so we can have triumph. We come to his death so there can be a resurrection. The other words have all been spoken. The other words have all been said. The other words have taken their rest to make way for the living word to say one last thing. The living word is about to be silent. The living word is about to die. The living word has come for this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment to give up the ghost. This moment to breathe the last breaths. This moment with a loud voice so all can hear. No one, no one, no one took his life. He, he, he gave it so that we may live. This moment, he seals the prophecy with perfect perfection. No one took his life. No one took his breath. No one took his voice. No one took his victory. No one took his spirit. He and he alone gives it to God in full agreement that this must be the way. He and only he commits it, commends it back to his holy self and his faithful father's hands. Oh, those hands, the potter's hands who puts things back together again. Oh, those hands, those hands that slung the stars in the midnight sky to dance in delight. Oh, those hands that caught us when we were like, 
a tumbling around like dry cactus in the desert. Oh, those hands that formed us from the dust of the earth and made us in the image of the divine being we call God. Oh, those hands that caught us from jumping off the cliff when it seemed too much to bear. Oh, those hands that dried our never ending tears. Oh, those hands that broke the bread saying, take, eat, this is my body given for you. Oh, those hands that poured the wine and said, take and drink, this is my blood shed for you. Oh, those hands, those hands that hold the world. He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 In those hands that were nailed to the cross for you and for me, and we hear the cry of the son to the father. We hear the cry of Christ. We hear the cry of Emmanuel, God with us, for us, to us in this moment of regard and release. May we hear his cry roaring, roaring, roaring through the ages to remember this great sacrifice of him drinking from this cup of sorrow to remember this great sacrifice of his burden for our blessing and his obedience for our overcoming and his agony for our arising and his, uh, 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 his salvation for our sin and his grace for our guilt and his death for our life. May we too cry out with daily surrender into your hands. I commit my spirit into your hands. I commit my life into your hands. I commit my full self for you to have your way. We come to the end, which is just the beginning. We come to the last, which is really the first. We come to the final, but not the finale. We come to his death so we can have life. We come to his torture so we can have triumph. We come to his death so that there can be a resurrection. Praise God, praise God. Oh my God, thank you. This has been such a time, such a time. God is so good. Oh my God, I just thank God, the worship, the service, the ministry, the creativity. Thank you, thank you all. It's been such a blessed time in the Lord. A time to remember, a time to reflect, a time to praise, a time to worship, a time to give thanks. What a time. Thank you, thank you all for sharing. Thank you all for sharing what was on your heart, what the Lord shared with you. Thank you for sharing today. Thank you for this time. Lord, we give you praise. Let's just take a moment. Just Let's just take a moment. 
Lord, thank you. Lord, we just 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 thank you. We just thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Just beautiful. Lord, we thank you. For those that are going to be watching the replay, we ask that you, if you feel so led to share with others so that they may be blessed. We just thank you for sharing this time with us on today. Such a blessed time in the Lord. And at this time, we will have, I believe, a closing prayer from Reverend B. Michelle Horton. But again, thank you all for joining us on today. If you are, if you feel so led to bless this ministry, you can do so through Cash App at A Sacred Space. We thank you again and ask that you continue to keep the ministry in prayer. And thank you again for joining us, Reverend Horton. Amen. I just want to say once again, if you are watching this now on the replay and you feel the spirit of the Lord calling you out of whatever darkness, whatever sin, whatever issue, circumstance, problem that you are in, if you feel the Lord calling you, God is calling you out of, of, of what that is to, to God's self so that you can be in the family of faith, that God can do a work in your heart, that God can bring you out of whatever it is that you're in and carry you all the way to heaven. So if you are here and you are listening and you want to know this Jesus, just say, I want to know, I want to know, and we will respond back to you. And I'm going to ask if you do know the Lord, but you've been out of fellowship and you are looking for a ministry to come alongside you, we are virtual right now, but we are very personal. We don't, we don't, we, we are a ministry partners. We are doing this together. Um, if you are interested in being a part of this ministry, just write ministry partner and uh, we will contact you afterwards. We are grateful to the Lord for what God has done. I want to thank uh, Minister Deborah Hooper. I want to thank Reverend Cheryl Thomas. I want to thank Minister Jesse Jenkins, Lauren. I want to thank my sister, Pat McLean Smith. I want to thank Prophetess Denise Green. I want to thank Minister Darlene Wilson. I want to thank Minister uh, Christine Williams. I want to thank Minister Gerald Shannon. I want to thank all of you for being a part of this inaugural moment. You have made history. I won't forget this moment. I want to thank my dear, uh, 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 I, I'm telling you, she's like an all around sister, Sister Melinda Wright Jones, who is just a sweetheart. Look her up on Facebook. I mean, if you need help in, in various ways, look her up on Facebook. She has a heart of gold. And I don't say that lightly. I just want to thank her for all that she has been to this ministry. And I want to thank each of you yet again. So Lord God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for how you have orchestrated us to be together. If I have forgotten to say anything or forgotten anyone, please Lord, charge that to my head and not to my heart. Lord, I just thank you for each presenter, each sister friend, each brother, each one that has come alongside and just said yes 
and given of themselves what you have imparted to them. I believe, Lord God, that you are able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or even imagine. So we look forward to what you are going to continue to do in this ministry, in this world. We believe, Lord God, that you're able. We believe that nothing is too hard for you. We believe that all things are possible with you. So God, we are praying right now that you would rain down on this world because this world is in turmoil and we need a living savior. So we are crying out to you. We are crying out to you, Lord God. We are crying out to you, Lord God, that we need you. We don't want you to think we don't need you. We need you. We need you. So Lord, help us to walk in your path that you have for us. Help us to stand on your word. Help us to rest in your love and help us to rise in your power. And we give you thanks for all things that you have done and that you are doing even now and that what you will do. For you are a soon coming king and we look forward to seeing you face to face. So thank you again and bless your name. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our savior, the glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever and ever and ever and ever more. May you go in peace and may peace rule your heart. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Until we meet again on Fridays at 6.30, you are welcome to be with us. God bless you. Amen. Happy Easter, everyone. Yes. Unmute yourself and say something to this congregation. God bless you all. Amen. God bless each of you. Hi, ladies. Bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Have a wonderful. Yes, thank you, Pastor Horton. Yes, you bless you. Beautiful. Have a blessed night, everyone. Take care. Have a great weekend. I'll be in touch soon. Okay, take care. All right. I'll be in touch, Sister Belinda. All right, now. I need your help. Okay.